Seahawks fans, wherever you may be. Welcome back for another edition of the Seahawks Playbook Podcast. Join your host, Bill Alpstead, and co-host, sports writer and football analyst, Keith Myers, as we talk Seahawks football. Hey, Seahawks fans, welcome into the show. I'm your host, Bill Offset, sitting down with co-host Keith Myers, and uh, here to preview the Seahawks at Rams game week, or game 12, uh, week 13 of the 2022 season. Welcome into the show, man. Yeah, um, this is an important game. It's a very important game. This is a, uh, this feels must win. And it's not really must win because they can make playoffs without it, but it feels must win having lost two in a row to bad teams and you're drawing the Rams at exactly the right time. Uh, they're Cooper gonna Cup's have... out, Matthew Stafford's out, Aaron Donald's out, Allen Robinson, Joseph Noteplume, Ashawn Robinson, all going to miss Sunday's game. Yeah. So you're up against, um, I mean, uh, of all their star players that, that took them to a Super Bowl last year, the only one that's playing is Jalen Ramsey. Yeah. Yeah, right. I mean, Cam, Cam Akers is, is playing, but he's not even starting anymore. Yeah, he, they were trying to trade him at the deadline. They wanted, yeah. they were, um, he was not playing well, and they were trying to get rid of him. Last week at, uh, you know, when they played Kansas City, they had three starters from their opening day starting unit on offense uh, starting the game. Uh, so they've yeah. just been decimated by injury. That, you know, those are just uh, recent uh, players that, that have gone out too. Well, I mean, not recent, you know, some of those like Cooper Cup and so forth have been out for a couple of weeks and out for the season. Uh, Matthew Stafford looks like he's not going to go. Aaron Donald has an ankle now. Um, he hasn't officially been ruled out, but he's been ruled out essentially. Allen Robinson's on the IR list, uh, as well as Note Bloom. Uh, boom, Ashawn Robinson again is a uh, is just in the last couple of weeks was injured, and now he's he's out as well. So they've pretty much shut down this roster, I think, for this year. Uh, three wins so far. It's going to be hard for them to win any more games. This is kind of a get right game for Seattle, I think, uh, falling down uh, two games i think everyone at this point at least uh, after that four game win streak expected the seahawks to play well and to win those games or at least be right in them and uh just looked ineffective the last couple of weeks weren't able to run the ball weren't able to stop um, the running game on the defensive side of the ball and that was the difference in these last couple of games can they get right in this game i think they can if you look at it statistically uh seattle's almost better in every category both on offense and on defense even with a mediocre defense as far as the the yearly rankings are concerned seattle's now in the 22 23 range um as far as their overall defense after this last couple of weeks and i they're still better than the rams yeah um and that they're better than the rams statistically and most of those stats came with guys like aaron donald and matthew stafford playing yes um now they're not playing yeah i mean they they do stop the run fairly effective but that again was with a robinson and aaron donald stuffing up the middle there they still have 
our old uh, one of our old favorite Seahawk players, um, Bobby Wagner, uh, playing Bobby Wagner's uh, now Rams team, especially with Aaron Donald out of there. He's their defensive leader. And yeah. other than that, they just don't have a lot. Um, and so Seattle should be able to, to reestablish a, a running game in this game. And on the other side, um, their offense is just really ineffective. They, they, they do have a decent running game when they can run, but they have a hard time converting third downs and so forth. If they can't pick up yardage on first and second down, they're, they're really just not good at converting uh, third downs. And so this game could be a long game for them. Um, I mean, early prediction wise, I think it's, it's Seattle's clearly in Seattle's favor. And it's just a question of how much for me. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm just looking and I, the thing that's always scared, that's always scary about the Rams is Aaron Donald. I mean, he's the, the best defensive player in the NFL, at least the, at least the defense, best defensive lineman in the NFL, uh, and has been for a decade. And, uh, he, he makes good interior linemen look terrible and Seattle's weakness is its interior line. So, you know, that's, it's a scary prospect, but he has him not being in there. Mm -hmm. Um, that interior to the line better not struggle because those guys, you know, you've got to be able to go and beat backups. Yes. Second and third string guys. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, and they've got a quarterback playing. Um, you know, uh, if you take a look at the other side of the, of the ball, when uh, Seattle's on defense, Bryce Perkins is their quarterback. If Drew Stafford can't go through just 100 yards last week, 13 of 23 for uh, you know one touchdown, uh, two interceptions, like a quarterback rating of right around 50. Um, it, it's <laughs> and they've got Kylan Williams now starting as their running back. Cam Akers is barely playing. I think he had 16 snaps and four carries last week. Um, I'm not exactly sure what's going on there. I haven't been paying too much attention to his issues, uh, but clearly that's not working out for them. Um, a and I'm year not sure ago, if he's he fully looked recovered. so good. Yeah. He looked so good. Um, so the Seahawks at this point are seven point favorites in a road game vegas is got no faith in the rams in this game yeah they they shouldn't but they don't uh which is weird to me because a couple weeks ago um they had the seahawks as underdogs to an arizona team that looked terrible and seattle just ran up the score on them so you know this team reminds me an awful lot of the denver broncos team um really pathetic on offense without matthew stafford there it's it's really bad and then you you've taken out um you know their their best player on offense um and it's just not it's just not good for them um alan robinson as well is is out you know cooper cup is, is the player i was talking about before they're just ineffective they can't really move the ball their defense is okay though um it's still kind of a Top 15 defense, they do things well. Uh, they play the run well. Um, again, that was with Aaron Donald and Ashawn Robinson in there for most of those stats. So I'm not sure what to expect with them now. You know, obviously their attitude is going to be next man up. Bobby Wagner's still there, orchestrating the whole thing. I just don't think that they have the talent now 
to be able to make a difference, uh, especially mm-hmm. with Ken Walker, who really needs to break out, wants to break out. I know that offense really wants to try to run the ball, especially against this depleted Rams uh, team and uh, just kind of dictate terms on them. And I expect them to be able to do that, especially with Aaron Donald out. Um, what, what are your keys to the game? They need to be able to establish the run. I mean, that's been, that's been the, the, the reason why they've lost the last two games. I mean, yeah, the defense struggled at times and all of that, but they've av- they averaged 1.7 yards two weeks ago or three weeks ago, two games ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this last week there was 1.9. So the, it, if they're not averaging, you know, three and a half plus yards per run, it's gonna. It could be another long day for for Seattle's offense. They need to get the running game going. So much of what they do depends on having the run game going. Uh, it allows it oh, just opens things up and it gives Chino more space to work, more time. Team, um, opposing pass rushers aren't able to do, come after him on every play. They, they've got to be able to get uh, Ken Walker going. I agree. I mean, coming into this game statistically. Uh, the Rams were the best run defense team in the league. Um, again, with Aaron Donald and Nation Robinson, along with Bobby Wagner, this Rams run defense was ranked, uh, had a pro football focus ranking of 88.4, best in the league, 3.1 points higher than any other uh, team, the Vikings, uh, the second second team. Uh, but now that you've got Aaron Donald and Nation Robinson out, there's, there's really not much um, to stop the run for the Rams, uh, other than their backup players. And well, they still have Bobby Wagner. They still have Bobby Wagner, but he plays behind the line of scrimmage. I mean, they just don't have any any scrimmage yeah. guys. They get Greg Gaines playing nose tackle. He's pretty decent. I mean, Seahawks fans know him from the University of Washington. Um, other than that, I mean, that's it. That's it. Yeah, we're used to seeing Bobby Wagner's name up near the top of the um, – the NFL in total um, tackles, and he is what fifteenth, um, way down from where he would normally be, uh, and especially when you think about Jordan Brooks being number one, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right, uh, with one hundred and twenty-two total tackles, um, Bobby Wagner's got ninety. He's thirty-two behind, and to me, that's um, that's difficult because. What that tells me is either he's not getting as much help up front, keeping him clean, or he's not getting to the ball because he's not able to. Um, he just doesn't have that that quick quickness he used to have. Um, so it's you know it, he's still Bobby Wagner. He's still one of the smartest linebackers uh, in the league. But I wonder physically if he's lost another. St- DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is my go-to when betting on the NFL this holiday season. They offer same-game parlays, easy and fast payouts, and player prop options. Right now, new customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Check this out right now. Everyone can earn up to 100% boost with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, place a same-game parlay, and combine multiple bets, like which team will win, player props, point totals, and more. The more legs you add, the bigger the boost, the bigger your shot to win big. 
Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TPPN, place a $5 bet on any team to win their game, and get $150 in free bets if they do. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code TPPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. It's it's entirely possible. I understand he's been playing okay. Um, and he's, you know, he's still Bobby Wagner. But... Um, without any protection up front, I think he's, he struggles in this game. Um, on the other side of the ball, if you take a look at one of the other keys to the game, is um, Seattle's ability or inability to stop the run. We've just had problems early in the year and in the last two games that resurfaced where we just haven't been able to stop teams at all. And so I would imagine the Rams uh, would try to establish a run in this game. Uh, Seattle's allowed the fifth most, most points and the third most yards in the NFL. They rank 29th in rushing yards allowed. So I think that's one approach that the Rams could uh, try to establish in this game just to keep their offense going, um, give them any chance at all. Um, and then uh, as far as individual matchups are concerned, um, you got to be looking at DK Metcalf and Jalen Ramsey. That's one of the funnest matchups oh, yeah. out there. As far as- um, if if last you just year, take a look, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Last like, last year, the Ramsey got the better of Metcalf. That's true, and um, he's like the only corner who really got the better of DK Metcalf. Um, but Metcalf's having a, a different kind of year. He's getting a, a much higher volume of catches, not so dependent on the deep ball just to get the ball in his hands. Mm-hmm. Um, doing a lot of a lot more little things uh, as far as getting open quickly on slants and ends and and they've really expanded his route tree i this has a this has a chance for um metcalf to finally um win against jalen ramsey uh and have a, and have a game where he doesn't completely shut down so we'll see i'm not you know ramsey ramsey might be the best corner in the nfl uh, but at least he is to DK, you know, against DK Metcalf. I mean, he's physically matched both in size and speed. Yeah. Um, but and last year he held in the first game, he held Metcalf to three receptions, 58 yards and a touchdown. In the second game, it was three, three catches, 25 yards on eight targets. I would imagine that they're going to try to, to feed DK the ball uh, today, as well as Tyler Lockett um, in this game. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I, I think we do have the advantage in the air. I think that they can, they, they're going to make it interesting by moving Metcalf around. You're going to see him in motion a lot. You're going to see, um, Lockett in motion. So where Lockett starts out inside of Metcalf and ends up outside of Metcalf because that changes the defensive assignments. Um, and to see if they can get, uh, Ramsey off Metcalf and, um, and just play to basically uh, into the scheme and, and how things are work, how things are set up. Because if you can get Metcalf on anybody else, he can beat them deep. Yeah. Um, and so I, I want to see them them try and do that. I, I expect to see them do that, do those kind of things. I agree. Um, one of the other matchups that I'm going to be watching now too, especially with Aaron Donald and Sean Robinson out, is Bobby Wagner against Ken Walker. Uh, the third. I want to uh, see Ken Walker establish the run. Bobby's going to be in there probably trying to uh, being asked to make more plays on the ball with those two out. 
Um, and, and I would imagine their defensive line is going to be bleeding a little bit more and, and Bobby's going to be making plays further downfield. And it will test uh, Bobby Wagner's speed in this game, I think. Ken Walker is clearly mm-hmm. a faster player right now. And Bobby was chasing even, even a couple of years ago. I don't know where he's at right now. But that'll be interesting for me to watch and just kind of see where Bobby Wagner is as far as his athleticism. Um, Agreed. I mean, Ken Walker can run away from anyone. And uh, early in his career, Bobby Wagner had serious speed for a linebacker, mm-hmm. uh, but he doesn't anymore. I mean, he's you know, he's an older player, but he's still really smart. And can he get himself in position, get into gaps, make those plays? Uh, or can Seattle establish some blocking and get up on him? Uh, I I agree. I think it's going to be a fun matchup. Wagner's such a good player. He's a he's a he's a first ballot Hall of Famer, and I don't say that at just because I'm a Seahawk fan. Like he is a seven time All Pro. Yeah, he's All Pro this year. I mean, they've got um, him listed as being you know second yeah. best or second best. He leads the uh, the league in in vote uh, votes for linebacker. So I mean, he's still being recognized anyway. Yeah, I mean, he's just a fantastic player. And even if he's lost some some physically, like, okay, uh, he's still Bobby Wagner. And so getting a chance to see how he matches up against a guy like Ken Walker who can uh, cut outside and just take off and outrun anyone. Um, Bobby that's Wagner be interesting. Was- Bobby Wagner was asked in a press conference uh, what he thought of Ken Walker and facing his old team this uh, week. He said, well, I guess it's just another player I, I can tackle. And, <laughs> and just kind of shrugged, out, shrugged it all off. That's uh, such to... a Bobby Wagner uh, <laughs> statement. Like, oh, my God. It's just another player I can tackle. Um, the other One of the other matchups I'm going to be watching is Tariq Woolen. I haven't talked a lot about Tariq Woolen lately, Keith, but the only player on – the Rams offense that scares me at all is Van Jefferson. He's like the only guy left that has any gonna, playmaking ability. Who's going to get him the ball. Exactly. Who's going to get him. Well, I don't, you know, but uh, when they do get the ball out, it's going to be Van Jefferson trying to make those receptions. And Tariq Woolen, I think has just been so impressive. Um, even in the, in the times that we haven't talked about him or the times that he's intercepting the ball He's still one of the top corners in the league right now as a rookie. Um, and I think mm-hmm. he's probably the first or second best player on Seattle's defense. Um, oh, yeah. I would agree with that. When you take a look at the consistency and, and the um, the completion percentage against him, the yards allowed after catch, um, the interceptions, the, the plays on the ball, et cetera. Um, I'm just I'm so excited to watch him as a pro. And I'm, I'm looking at this because – if they shut down their pass game, it's over. There's just nothing left for the Rams to do. They're not going to score points. They've scored more than 20 points two times this year. And um, and usually, it, they're, well, their average is 14, um, which is, I think, near league low. Yeah. I mean, um, we haven't talked much about Tariq Bullen lately because there's not a lot left to be said. He's a rookie. He's fantastic. Um, he is second in the NFL in interceptions and um, top 15 in passes defended. So when he actually gets a hand mm-hmm. on a ball. Um, and they've stopped throwing at him. 
and, and that's the other part. They are throwing at Mike Jackson's side over and over and over again because they're afraid to throw at Tariq Wollin. Opposing teams are. And when you start affecting game plans the way that he has, yes, you know, you're an elite player. He's an elite player. Yeah. I know it's exciting. It's exciting because we've solved that. You know, we, we had that for a long time with Richard Sherman. We didn't have it for a while. We drafted a couple of players that didn't work out. And now that we have one, it's really nice to have that again. Now we can kind of build a team around that, at least in the secondary. You can get free safety that plays really well with him. They feed off each other. I think mm -hmm. Diggs is okay, been playing better as of late, had a couple interceptions in the last game. Um, but you go outside of that and you look in the draft, you could bring somebody else in. Um, it's, it's pretty exciting. Mike Jackson's been playing steady. I advocated for possibly looking at a corner in the draft or in free agency to kind of help and supplement that, maybe increase that play just a little bit. And you kind of uh, came to Mike Jackson's defense uh, as yeah. a guy that's just heavily targeted in this defense, but plays well, plays physical, plays the run as good as you can as a corner. Pete Carroll mm -hmm. loves that. I mean, I just look at it, it when the CX had Richard Sherman, you had Brandon Browner or, um, it was, yeah, it turned you know, the, there was, there, there was a kind of a turnstile on the other side and it didn't matter. Byron Maxwell, et cetera. Yeah. You needed, you needed a guy there that can, that right. Uh, Jeremy Lane was that guy for a bit. And, and you just, you, you need a guy there that can, that can do his job because you can roll coverage away from, uh, the elite corner side they don't need as much help. And, Mike Jackson uh, is, he's that guy. He's, he's long, he's physical, he plays the run well, he tackles well, and you can give him enough help because you have Tariq Wollin. You can give Mike Jackson enough help. You don't have to upgrade that position. If you do, if you can, sure, go for it. But, but it's if a you've luxury. Got, yeah, it's a luxury. I mean, you need the elite corner. They have that. The other corner on on the other side needs to be um, adequate, good, above average, because you can give them enough help from the safeties um, to really shut down the passing game to that side as well. And honestly, with the cap situation and all of that, uh, use your money elsewhere. I think Mike Jackson's fine, um, especially when you've got uh, Trey Brown who's, you know, getting healthy and ready to Agreed. play. Agreed. Yeah, and they're going to test that out. They're going to give him some more snaps and we'll kind of work them in, work him in with uh, with Mike Jackson over there in Tennessee, mm -hmm. depending on matchups. Uh, that's the nice thing. They're going to have three quality starters uh, as they head into the, the end of the season and possibly into the playoffs. That's a good problem to have. One of the other uh, key matchups in this game is our, I guess I would say, our entire defensive line against uh, the Rams' offensive line. The offensive line there is decimated, I think, uh, more or less, but they still have Rob Havenstein and company there. But there's just not a lot of talent. So I would like to see, you know, in the, the four-game win streak that the Seahawks had, they had 19 sacks, led the NFL during those four weeks for, for sack totals and pressures. Uh, Yuchen and Wasi was having an outstanding season. In the last couple of games, our pressure has just not been there. Our sacks haven't been there. I need Yuchen and Wasi to really step up and have a good game against this 
depleted offensive line against a quarterback, an inexperienced quarterback, and Bryce Perkins. I don't even know who Bryce Perkins is, is to be completely honest with you. But let's get after him. Let's mm-hmm. let's reestablish this thing, even if it's against a depleted Rams team. These are the kind of games and against the kind of teams that you want to reestablish things. You kind of want to get on track. You want to get your players used to, to making plays down the stretch. And this is a, one of those games where I'm fully expecting the Seahawks to step up. This is a point in the season now where we're in early December. Pete Carroll has this team ready to go, and you've got to play well. If you're not playing well at this point in the season, then you're really limping into the playoffs if you get there. And you're not going to do anything. So let's go out and try to, you know, muster this thing up and and um, and play well. I I just think I'm ready for that. Um, I I don't know exactly what's happened in the last couple of weeks. I don't know why we've saw uh, depleted run defense um, and players just not making plays. Uh, these teams weren't world beaters as far as rushing teams. And now Josh Jacobs for the uh, the uh, the Raiders is a really good running back, he but you can't allow 300 plus yards from the line of scrimmage against the guy. Um, you know, and we had what the third most uh, yards against our defense last week in franchise history. That's crazy. So let's, let's kind of fix this thing. Yeah. Um, and it's, you say that, and then that many yards on the ground, against the Raiders, um, those Bo Jackson flashbacks come back. Mm-hmm. And I swear mm-hmm. the, PT, the, the PTSD from that game in the eighties <laughs> is still, is still strong. I was at that. I was at that game. That was, that was a crazy, that was a Brian Bosworth oh. moment. If, if there was, ever was one where Brian Bosworth just got trucked mm-hmm. um, as he tried to make a play on, on Bo Jackson uh, in the end zone. And that was the same game. Bo Jackson had like a 79 yard, scamper around the outside edge didn't get touched uh and ran straight into the into the tunnel yeah Uh, i i um i always refer to that to the game that when bo jackson ran for you know 890 yards against seattle uh i don't think he actually ran for that much i think it was like 270 something but it was the game was so painful to watch yeah you knew on every play he was going to get the ball and he was going to run someone over and get a pile of yards every single play. And you yeah. couldn't stop it. Um, anyways, that's a completely uh, yeah. off topic. Um, thing. Uh, that's you, not going to happen in this game. They don't have a Bo Jackson. They don't have anything close. Cam Akers God, is Cam Akers at this point. I don't know what's going on with Cam Akers. Kyron Williams was a, uh, a like a fifth or sixth round running back. They picked up in the draft. He's overtaken. Um Cam Akers for running back number one on their team. And, um, but, but nonetheless, they're ineffective. They're ineffective running the ball. They're ranked in the, you know, in the mid twenties um, running the ball and the passing They're They're even worse. Even when um, Matthew Stafford was in um, with Cooper cup going down earlier, you know, three, four weeks ago. Um, and then the Allen Robinson thing, not really working out. Um, this this offense has been anemic this year, which and, and they were a Super Bowl team last year. So the, the the drop off is so pronounced. It's it's crazy. It's like they're it's the confluence of their worst nightmare. They the Rams have been so lucky for so many years as far as injuries are concerned. 
seems like things are starting to catch up with them this year. You combine that with Matthew Stafford's contract and all their other contracts. Um, I just paid Aaron Donald a boatload of money this offseason. He's now injured for the first time. I think this is the first game he's ever missed, Keith. Um, and um, God, that feels accurate. I don't know if that's true or not, but I think it, I read that somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have like a quote, you, but I thought I, I saw, I saw it's that. It's certainly earlier. the first time he's ever missed a game against Seattle because honestly, every single game. Uh, when I was writing about this team, like people would comment and they'd be like, stop talking about Aaron Donald. You're a Seahawks writer. And I'm like, I can't help it. He just dominates this team every mm -hmm. single time. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, um, here, here's the deal. I, I don't know that there's really any point in, in talking about this, this thing further. Um, I think they're so depleted. They've got so many different backups and so forth playing in all sorts of different positions. I'm just honestly not as familiar with their roster as I have been I'm in not years either. past. They just are decimated. And, you know, Seattle's just got to take advantage. If you got to play the team that's in front of you, uh, the Rams have three wins. I don't know if they're going to win again this year. They're in competition for the Broncos. In fact, the Broncos and the Rams play in a couple of weeks. And you kind of want the Rams to be good enough to beat the Broncos. And I don't even know. Both those teams are so bad. But yeah, um, ho hopefully, hopefully they get uh, Aaron Donald and um, Ishan Robinson back uh, healthy by Stafford, then. Right. Um, right. Matthew Stafford, because we, we want, we need the Broncos to keep losing. And we, so we need the Raiders to help us out and, yeah. um, and beat them. Yeah, well, you can take a look at the, the Broncos uh, roster, and we keep bringing up the Broncos. I get that. We're not going to talk about them too long, but you take a look at their uh, schedule, and Keith, I'm serious, man. They might win one more game, and that yeah, might be against the Rams. And if they don't <laughs> beat the Rams, I don't know if there's anybody else on that schedule that they can beat, especially after losing to the, you know, to the Panthers. Um, so anyway, let me hear your prediction on this show. Uh, I Honestly, I don't know how the Rams hang with, with the Seahawks in this one, just too many injuries, especially on offense. And at some point you start putting all these backups in, especially at quarterback and you don't give them protection. You don't get guys open downfield. And that's when turnovers happen. I see the Seahawks when running away with this one, like uh 31, 13. That's, that's a great prediction. I'm going to go a little tighter. And the reason I'm going to go a little tighter is the Rams are good at forcing field goals. And they, they rank number one in the NFL in red zone defense. Last week against Kansas City, uh, even as a depleted team, Ashawn Robinson went out. Uh, Aaron Donald was still playing but injured. Uh, the, they, the Rams held the Chiefs to, uh, to field goals on five of their six red zone opportunities. Now, the Chiefs still went out and beat them because the Rams didn't have anything on offense. But I think their defense can still play, and it worries me a little bit. I need to see a couple things out of the Seahawks offense this week. I need them to convert on third down opportunities at like at least a 50% clip. And then when they get into the red zone, I need them to score. I need them to score touchdowns and not settle for field goals. Those two things, no problem. We, we, we beat them by double digits. Um, if, if, if they struggle in the red zone, if they have a turnover untimely, if they start kicking field goals um, and they can't convert third downs, this could be a little longer of a game than you want it to be. I think, Seattle still pulls it out, you know, uh, in the fourth quarter, but um, it'd be nice to be able to play well on both sides of the ball, establish the run and prevent them from running the ball. They do that. They win big. 
I'm gonna I'm, I'm with you I'm like 30 something to 17 13 something like that I just yeah. don't see the Rams scoring the ball this is a game that really scared me um when we thought the Seahawks were good um you know a couple of weeks ago when they were six and three and we were like wow this team could be this team's way better than we thought I still looked at this game and was worried about this game because it's the Rams, because it's Aaron Donald. But if Donald Donald's not playing, well, Matthew I, Stafford's I, not playing. Not Matthew Stafford's not playing. Cooper Cup's not playing. Yeah, I just I, I am not afraid of this game. I'm not afraid of this team. Go on the road. It should still be an easy win. The Seahawks are the better team. Yeah, yeah. This is like playing Arizona or the Broncos. You know, at this point, like you fast forward and we play the Broncos now. It's the kind of the same team. They got a decent defense and a horrible offense. And mm-hmm. we just need to be able to take advantage. I think we not, will. Not quite as bad as, as um, you know, playing Houston, but it's in that range. They, these are some bad teams to see. Actually this playing. is, yeah, the, the Rams are going to be in contention. I don't think that they have their first round pick anymore still, right? That the, the, um, Detroit Lions have this pick this year, mm-hmm. but the Lions are going to be picking for the Rams in the top five. That's that's where the Rams are this year. They went to the Super Bowl last year. They're going to give up a top five uh, pick in the in the uh, 2023 draft. That's how far they've fallen. And it's you yeah. know a lot of it is injuries, but a lot of it is just because of attrition. They lost a bunch of players in the offseason. Um, and then Matthew Stafford struggled this year, and that's kind of the tell of the tape. Well, yeah, but he's struck. He's struggling, and a lot of it is because um, his left tackle retired, and suddenly he, they can't protect him. He is uh, leading the NFL in yeah. sack well, yards, and no, no booms out on, yeah. on IR as well. His his replacement, what worth mm-hmm. replacement? Yeah, so it's, it's tough. Yep, I look okay. at your your mentioned records. Um, yeah, Houston is going to get their their quarterback to replace Davis Mills, and then there's three teams with three wins: the Rams, um, Denver, and Chicago. Uh, and, and Chicago's not going to draft a quarterback. Yeah, because they've got one. Unless they Who's trade that? him in the offseason. Okay, I would, but I, I don't know that I would do that. But. He's showing flashes that he's going to be great. They just need to put a team around him. Um, so that put some Denver's not drafting a quarterback because they just paid theirs $800 million. Um, Detroit. And, um, but Detroit's winning games. They've got four wins. Yeah. So um, Seattle looks like they might be in position to either draft a player that they really need or trade out and get a lot of picks for it. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Let's get out of here. Find Keith on Twitter. You can find me on Twitter. You know where we're at. Just when you find us, hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any shows. We do three a week, uh, if you didn't know. Uh, and if you really like it, share it with your friends and family and uh, and tell people. So that would be awesome. We would appreciate that. So until next time, go Hawks. Go Hawks. Seahawks Playbook Podcast listeners, thanks for joining us for another edition of the show. You can find us on Twitter. Bill is at NW Seahawk. Keith is at Myers NFL. And the show is at Hawks Playbook. You can listen and subscribe to the show at SeahawksPlaybook.com.